0: Hey hey. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Welcome
1: to another beautiful Monday and another Anchor podcast. We are excited to uh continue this adventure doing this every single week with you. Uh this is the first week that we have kind of hosted, so what we want to do is introduce you Josh to our listeners and then we want to uh connect about our goals from last week how does that sound
0: definitely sounds good i'm hoping that uh this will start like a trend of really nice mondays because the weather is beautiful and you know we do the calls every monday and it'll be really so we're in (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh i'm from maine and we met we met about a month ago or so and uh, kind of have a similar journey into reselling, both doing other stuff. And um, I'm a, there's, there's actually eight of us in our family, my wife and I and six kids, and <laughs> we uh, mostly sell on Amazon and eBay and do a little bit of everything. It started, um, we started with $100 uh, Christmas of 2016, and I was just starting with the Amazon seller app and walking up and down the Walmart clearance section aisle and scanning stuff and doing what's called merchant fulfilled for those who don't know Amazon. And, uh, which means, uh, it would be listed on Amazon and it would sell and then I'd package it up and ship it out. And I think I probably lost money on every single thing because I did not have a clue what I was doing. Um, so, you know, it looked like a great deal and I had no clue, but I think that's how you learn kind of failing forward is how I always call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I took the $100 from Christmas and just kept reinvesting what little I made. And um, last year, kind of in the, around this time, actually, I think May is when I really started um, focusing on it as more than just a hobby in the sense of not just something I would do every now and then, but something that kind of became a side hustle for me and including my kids, we would yard sale together, we'd go to clearance sections, we would go to thrift stores, we would kind of do whatever we could to sell on Amazon and eBay. And eBay came along because I was getting stuff to sell on Amazon that I couldn't sell. And we didn't want to have them in boxes in my house. And so I'm like, well, I could either donate it or try to sell it. And so I started on eBay too. And, uh, yeah. And so this past April, um, due to some kind of life circumstances and family circumstances, left my full-time job as a pastor. And, um, kind of i'm going full time with this and we're seeing how it goes so that's where we're at so we're the coos crew in the sense that there's a large crew of us this <laughs> um so i actually just my my oldest our 16 year old and his buddy just actually they were going to the pool today mm-hmm. and i ended up picking up some fishing waders like l.l bean uh i don't know if you guys know what those are mm-hmm. like big hip and uh, picked them up for super cheap somewhere, and I made them wear them and take them into the pool to test them out to make sure they don't leak. You got to oh test
1: God. them out to make sure they don't leak. Exactly.
0: So my, I told my wife to take some pictures while they're at the pool because I'm still home working on stuff. And uh, so we can put in the listing fully tested, you know, don't leak. So, um, Phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit of us. So, cool. Well, we really appreciate you introducing yourself and your family. Uh we're excited to continue to do this every single week. I think the 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 real attraction that we had to uh you and your family and collaborating with you is it comes from uh a different background with uh different goals moving forward, but still under the same umbrella of reselling uh maybe on different apps maybe on uh, different products and inventory but we're both kind of on the same path to figure this thing out and what we really want to do with this podcast is uh motivate inspire uh people to just go for it and whether you start off uh just you know knickknacks here and there you know as we started with what was in our closet and build it up to Uh, a hobby build it up to a full-time business is up to you but we're going to use this podcast uh, and this audio version of putting out info to really answer some questions uh, keep ourselves accountable and hopefully uh, put out some good vibes to the rest of the reselling community
0: yeah and i think it's huge too just to the reselling community i think or reselling needs that community because it can be a very lonely path Mm. um it's not like, you know, if you have a job, you go in, there's kind of, you know, business camaraderie, you're working with people. But with this, it's like, I got my family, but you know, I, I have, we call our, at our eBay dungeon, because we do everything in our basement <laughs> and you're kind of just there and it's you and your computer and your phone or camera listing stuff, or you go to a store and it's not like there's a lot of people, <laughs> at least that's what I've experienced. Yeah. So it can be a thing. And So I think to build that community is really important where you know, like even this week, you know, we've been texting back and forth because, mm-hmm. you know, I was making a purchase and like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Is this a deal? Did I just waste a bunch of money? <laughs> um, to have that, to kind of feed back and forth. And so, yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah.
1: And again, that's why we connected well with you is we want to continue to bring people on uh, and surround ourselves with people who want to lift everybody up. I mean, the reality is there's enough, uh, quote unquote, inventory in this world where we all yeah. we all can win. And so if we be- bounce ideas uh, and the collective minds come together, it, it only gets better for, for everyone. Uh, definitely. I think what we want to do is maybe talk a little bit about the goals that we had set last week and then talk about how those are going.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, my goal was – I think my goal was to break 10,000 listed is what it, my goal was, right? Yep. Is that my goal? Yeah. yeah.
1: And you were, you were talking <laughs> about that and, uh, the bringing on, uh, an employee.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, so we, we uh, we broke 10,000. I think we broke it five times because we would sell a bunch of stuff and go way below <laughs> and then list a bunch of stuff and, uh, um, which is good. So yeah, so we're s- still up over 10,000 Nice. and, um, which is good on our eBay, um, because really the ebay game what we've learned is and last week was proof of it is the more you list the more consistent you are the more almost like ebay scratches your back type thing Yep. the algorithm works out the more you list the more active you are your your listings just get seen so even stuff we've had up for you know a couple months we sold last week oh. um in part because we were listing a lot so yeah we definitely hit our goal which was good um and it worked out really well, you know, week one with the employee able to um, you know, work through some stuff, um, kind of some system stuff and refine what we're doing. I think that's one of the things we want to be doing always is always refining and trying to figure out how do we become better, how do we make things easier. And um, and so yeah, definitely I think week one was really good. We were able to I think we had our best sales week. Definitely our best sales week of the year. I don't know about in history. Awesome. But best sales week of the year a lot of that to consistently posting every day um we kind of run a, a little bit of a hybrid we learned it i learned it from someone where we post a lot of things that are auctions like we try to have five to seven auctions mm-hmm. ending a day and most of the auctions are what we would consider like throwaway stuff it's not high ticketed items it's just what we call traffic items and so um so we do that in the hopes that that will drive more people to our store and to see our stuff. And so we we've noticed it works Um, when you have a combination of auctions and buy it now going, it seems to get people to buy stuff at the buy it now. So, so yeah, it went good. How about you guys, you guys, this was to work on sourcing, right? You wanted to expand your sourcing. Yeah, Uh,
1: absolutely. We, uh, our goal was to uh, plan out an expansion of our sourcing trip that we go on every week. And uh, we absolutely have everything mapped out. this is uh, audio and there's no visual right now, but we're looking at a map of the entire United States and we have very slowly but surely built our sourcing trip uh, into our weekly schedule starting uh, based right out of Portland, Maine, and then going down into parts of Massachusetts, uh, New Hampshire, uh, you know Connecticut, Rhode Island, and what we're trying to do is expand down into New Jersey, and then eventually all the way down the East Coast so that we are continuously building uh, a sourcing trip that will allow us to bring in more inventory when it makes sense. Uh, And very similar to what you're doing, build a rhythm and build a system where we can be putting up uh, our new inventory as quickly as possible so it kind of churns the whole pot and brings more eyeballs onto our store uh, on all the different platforms that we're using. And I think... That's one thing that we've learned from a lot of people and we're excited to follow along with you as you work through uh, bringing on a new employee, because that's something that we are looking at in the, in the near future. And so it's exciting uh, to be hearing how it's going and then to learn from you while also trying to hit our goals.
0: Definitely. So what will that look like? And this might be another podcast another time, but what will that look like? Um, you know, cause you can, from Portland, you can hit, New Hampshire and Mass and Connecticut and Rhode Island in a day. It's a long day, but you can get back pretty much. But are you guys looking to scale it to the point where you maybe are gone three four days doing hotels and kind of doing an East Coast thing? Um, or what's that? What's kind of the? <laughs> it's game a great line?
1: great question. We always uh, look at uh, the logistics. We also look at the money that we're putting into traveling because that's of course taking away from the profit. We also uh, try to incorporate our sourcing trips into visiting with friends and family, because if we're going to be out on the road doing all these things, why not take advantage of being at all these places geographically? So the good thing is uh, we both uh, have spent a lot of time and have family in the New England area and the East Coast. So the good thing is we won't have to spend money on a hotel yet, and we'll be checking the box off, uh, checking with family and friends. So the New Jersey trip, uh, adding New Jersey, adding um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania adding uh, maybe even you know delaware the washington d c area into our sourcing trip will extend it one day but won't uh, cost us a lot more here 's also a funny um, kind of a, a side hack that we are thinking about taking advantage of we're also looking at purchasing a new vehicle, um, one that is a little bit bigger but still has great gas mileage uh, that can tow some stuff both for business and for you know, future family. And I don't know if you've purchased the car in a while, but present day, they're trying to obviously do everything they can to get you into the car. They heard all about what we're doing and said, Hey, we'll give you a car uh, to test for these sourcing trips. You can take it for four or five days um, and see how it goes on your trip. We'll even give you one with the tow package. (laughs) So now we might not even have to worry about depreciation on the car. We might just test uh, a new car each sourcing trip for the next couple months uh, and uh, go that way. But yeah, we always are looking at uh, one, you know, pleasure of life. We don't want to be on the road all the time. We have a pup and uh, we want to spend as much time as we can with our pup. We want to source uh, as efficiently as we can because if you're just driving around the country uh, buying stuff and not having time to actually list it, uh, you know, get it all set into your system, it, it doesn't make sense. And, right. um we want to grow with respect to our budget um so we're we're gearing up for the beginning of next month uh really
0: launching this first extended sourcing trip, and we're excited about it awesome sounds good, man that's cool that's exciting and the family thing is huge because hotels are not <laughs> cheap, <laughs> and um, you know if you add you know you add gas and food and hotels, and all of a sudden you've got to source, you know, another third of whatever you need just to cover your expenses, which is not yeah, fun, True so. story.
1: And we we like to source Definitely. uh for fun, not source for necessity. I mean, of course you need inventory, inventory is the blood of this whole um, you know, working system, but if we have to go to some place to cut like you said to cover the expenses, it, it becomes uh less pleasurable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool,
1: so I think we'll wrap up uh, this segment and then uh, we will get into the next one.
0: Awesome, sounds good. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, what's going on? Not much, how you doing?
1: Phenomenal. Uh, We're excited, we want to jump right into it. We uh, decided we're going to do the question of the week and then talk about what our goals are for this week. We uh, strongly believe what you put out into the world uh, makes it real. And so we're really excited. We did this last week with you and we're excited to do it again. Yeah, definitely. So the question this week is, if you had only $100 to start your reselling business, where would you start sourcing?
0: Nice. Cheated a little bit on that question, just because that's exactly how I started. but <laughs> I So I think that, yeah, my answer, the quick answer would be, I think the place you start, and I know that this is your story a little bit, is you start in your own house. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at it saying, okay, I want to sell stuff. Um, I actually, the first things I sold were books from my own bookshelf. I um, started scanning there and sending those in. And so, um, and, and the way I always look at reselling is almost like a snowball rolling down a hill. So a hundred dollars is a pretty tiny snowball, but done, uh, right. You can do quite a bit with it. And so for me, I would say definitely start in your house. And then I would probably, depending on where you live and the season you're in. So we are in Maine, both of us are in Maine and mm-hmm. for us, we're getting into yard sale season. And so I would, if I had a hundred bucks to start with, I would you know, if it's, you know, May through September, or if you live somewhere like Florida or in the South where they have yard sales all year long, um, I would hit yard sales up uh, because you can find stuff that's ridiculously cheap. Uh, For instance, two, I guess two weekends ago, um, I spent $22 at yard sales. um, And I think my find of the week was I found a pair of Skechers Nice. So Skechers shape ups. They're mm-hmm. like the world's ugliest shoes. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen those? They're like rounded on the oh, bottom. Yeah. We've yeah. sold a ton of them. Yeah. So I picked them up for 75 cents at a yard. So they were brand new. Nice. Um, and they sold for $65 in 12 hours on eBay. That's a good flip. Um, so you just look at that. And if you know, use the snowball analogy, I took 75 cents of my hundred dollars. And now you're not going to find that type of flip every single day. But, mm-hmm. um, and turns, you know, turn that into 65, you know, after fees and shipping and everything, probably. Let's just be really conservative and say 55 bucks, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I, if it was me, I would, I would definitely hit some yard sales up. Um, you can find a lot of different stuff. So whether you're, um, whatever your niche is, you know, you can find stuff there. Um, I also was able to pick up, at another yard. So I was able to pick up a box of books. I think there was 11 books in it. Um, they, they wanted $5 for the books and four of them were, were, were resellable. Um, and my potential profit on those four, um, I shipped those into Amazon last week, I think. Yeah. My potential profits, $126. So, um, so that's where I would go. I would, I would, what about you guys? Where'd you go? Yeah, I think
1: uh, the, We followed a similar path. Uh, We didn't even have $100 when we first started, but we had some extra stuff in our closet, and that's where we started. We built up to where we then had $100 by selling the extra shoes in our closet. Um, And What was really cool about our story, we sell 99% uh, footwear right now. We trickled in with with some other stuff. In the very beginning, when we started purchasing stuff uh, from garage sales, from thrift stores to resell... It was anything and everything. And and I think that's important to put out into uh, someone who might be just starting is look for your niche. Look what you're interested in and look uh, for stuff that you may know a little bit about. Uh, Maybe you don't know about footwear. Maybe you don't know about uh, whatever, but maybe you're uh, an expert with toasters. Maybe you're an expert with clothing. <laughs> maybe, you know, whatever that is, start with what you like uh, and, and build from there and then continue to put in the research of, you know, where you can source. Once we found out about um, the deals, obviously you can get amazing deals at garage sales. That's the best place to start. We started looking at local thrift stores uh, and talking to them and trying to be very picky about what you know we spent our hard-earned money on uh, yeah. we didn't just buy everything and we put in a lot of time and research and the way you can do that whatever place you're looking to resell Facebook marketplace let go offer up eBay uh, if you jump into the Amazon world there's lots of ways to see what is actually selling so you can create this whole checklist before you even head out to those garage sales of stuff that you want to look for some hot items and if you don't know, jump on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and ask people who are current resellers, what is selling well for you? Um, you want to make every single dollar count, and $100 is something that you absolutely can turn into a monster snowball. Uh, just to give you an idea, we started with $0, and now we spend anywhere between 1500 and $2,000 every single week on new inventory to flip. And that's within the year. So it can grow quickly. Um, it can grow, but you got to respect every dollar that you spend uh, Mm -hmm. rather than just pick random.
0: And I think another key just to follow up that is you need to price it to sell. Um, if you're starting with a hundred, unless you're sitting there going, I don't really, um, you know, want to make my money back or I don't want the snowball to roll very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I think I probably could have held out on those sketchers and made more money. Um, Mm -hmm because I was looking at comps and they were selling from anywhere from 75 to 85, but I, I wanted to, I needed the money to reinvest. And so for me, it was, I could turn my 75 cents into $65 in, you know, two or three days would happen to be 12 hours Mm -hmm. or I could, you know, maybe sit on it for three weeks and make an extra $10. But for me, I looked at it and said, okay, I have some purchases I want to make. Um, so for me right now in this moment, so it's almost, what is your business plan? What, how fast do you want that snowball to roll? Is it a long tail item or do you want to take that money and be able to reinvest it? And I would assume in the shoe game, it can be very similar. You could hold out for an extra 10 or $15 on some stuff. Um, or you could say, okay, we want to move this at a profit still, but you know, give a better deal to someone. Yeah. They get a better deal. We make get our money back faster and can reinvest that money. So I think if you're starting out that's just something you have to think through. What, what's your game plan? Are you going to be a guy who, you know, is going to be on the top of the lists all the time, you know, with the highest priced one, or are you going to sit there and go, I'm willing to maybe not make that extra five, 10, $15 on one or two items, but I'll quickly be able to reinvest my money into other items, which hopefully means the snowball spins and rolls faster and becomes bigger at a faster rate. It's a, it's a phenomenal point that
1: you bring up. And it's a question that we're always looking at is, Uh, does this five or 10 more dollars make sense in the profit or does it make sense to give the deal to the buyer, uh, get the money in now and build a relationship with someone? We found over the first 12 months that the, the latter is more effective for us. If uh, we're going back and forth and someone is, you know, $15 less than what we really want for the item, uh, we'll talk about it depending on the shoe and the cost and all that and say you know what let's build a relationship with this individual in 9.9 times out of 10 that individual feels really really good about getting the Mm. deal and comes back for more so instead of waiting uh, for us on one pair of shoes to get 10 or 15 more we actually sell three or four (laughs) pairs in the same amount of time that 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 tail end item would be so that's a great point
0: yeah i think it's i think it's hugely important i mean you need to know your mark what you're doing your goals um but for me i mean inventory is super important but inventory is worth nothing unless it sells yep and i don't want to sit on you know yeah i want to list more and more and more um but i don't want to sit on thousands of dollars of inventory because i'm trying to squeeze out 5 dollars here 10 dollars there um i mean there there's definitely i have some items um uh, i picked up a north face winter jacket mm-hmm. um brand new with tags you know retail 500 i think i paid 80 bucks for it. Mm. It's selling regularly on eBay for um well in the winter it was selling for like 360 and right mm. now it's selling for 240, but I'm holding out on that item. But yeah. so that's the you know, there's winter in other places, but I'm gonna, you know, I have that price to sell in October, November, and I'm okay with that because yep. to me it's worth $120 profit. So I, I think it's, you know, in some ways it's a gut check, it's a gut call. Where are you at? <laughs> What's going on? What is it you want to do with that? that item and kind of what your return is on that so yeah
1: it all comes down to self-awareness and what's your game plan and yeah. testing it and going for it and then you know pivoting like you said along the way
0: yeah it's good cool good. so what are your guys's goals this week for uh for your business and for yourself and where you're going
2: so we have two goals for this week and the first is we are hoping to become posh ambassadors so we have awesome. two, yeah we have two more sections we need to hit i think we're like 80 percent there and one of them is we need to give a love note <laughs> so when you purchase an item from someone when you're going to rate them you can write them a love note so we'll be doing that and then we also you need to share 5,000, um, listings from other wow. people's closets. Right. And so I think we started what yesterday or the day before yesterday, we had only shared like 600 people's listings. And as of right now, we're up over 2000. So <laughs> we got another couple of days of constant sharing to hit that 5,000. And then, um, we'll be posh ambassadors and we'll see what happens once you are that because we're not even really sure what happens but
0: i was gonna follow up and ask that question (laughs) because i don't know i see a lot of talk on instagram about being a posh ambassador but i don't know what that means
1: so when when you become a posh ambassador i mean clearly to become a posh ambassador you have to prove that you can sell and interact and provide good customer service provide uh, inventory that works and what we really love about Poshmark and what we're going through right now is, in order to hit the top status, you really have to pour into the people around you in sharing 5,000 listings that are not even yeah. their own. And the reason they do that is they want everyone to win. Part of it is uh, also sharing listings from 50 people who have just started using, uh, you know, this buy and sell app, Poshmark, which is also really cool. And it goes. It, falls directly in line with how we want to build our business and really the rising tide lifts all the boats so we did put a little research in before we decided to hey really go for this uh, posh ambassador um, and basically it opens up uh, what Poshmark does similar to eBay is when new people start using the platform or they're looking for a certain item that's in your closet you'll be recommended first uh, okay as a seller example if someone's looking for you know Nike shoes they'll recommend us as a, a seller before someone who's not a posh ambassador. It also opens up okay. when they host events, um they you know you get welcome to the event as someone who has been successful on the platform. It's uh it's just basically community development.
0: Cool. I am uh I am a rookie in Poshmark um, and you guys are my ambassadors, I guess, because I keep asking you what to do with it because I had no clue. Um, I made my first sale last week, and it was also my first return because I put the wrong size pants on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. It, it t- Hit the wrong number. It was true religion <laughs> jeans. I put 28, and they were size 24s. And, uh, a little smaller. <laughs> yeah. So I felt super bad, but I got a second sale in there, too, in the, in the same day. So cool. I guess I'm quick on my way to becoming a posh ambassador someday, maybe. Yes. But, right. <laughs>
2: um, and then our second goal is we have a couple um, bins of shoes that we really need to just buckle down and post. And hopefully we'll have all of those. Our goal is to have all of those listed um, by the end of the week.
0: Okay. How, how much, what percentage do you guys think, like when you come, so you said, you've said a couple of times when we've talked to you, you know, you source 50 ish pair a week. Mm-hmm. do uh, all of those usually get posted that week or do you kind of have a death pile
2: all of those get posted usually within what 48 hours of us okay them. um we're really good about taking those you know 50 to 100 pairs we bring them in we you know um inventory them on all our sheets and all that and then we photograph them within you know 24 48 hours um okay this was kind of a pile from, you know, we just moved into this new place a month ago and we have um, some used, like, gently used footwear that we just haven't taken the time to gotcha. photograph and all that. We've been so focused on the new stuff and the new inventory that we're bringing each week, so we really need to kind of buckle down and go back to to the forgotten pile and put some love into it and get it on all the platforms this week.
0: Very good. Cool. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if you... You know, do you look at the 50 shoes and say, "Okay, these 40 are the best ones and so we only have time to get 40 up, so let's do these." And this is a death pile of the shoes that are good and going to sell or if it's exactly what you said an old old lot of stuff that's been hanging around. So
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. Well, for me this week, um <clears throat> my goal I I I had one and then I just added one as I was thinking about it more. Um one is um I do a lot of books on Amazon, a lot of used textbooks and a lot of books uh what's called uh, FBA. So fulfillment by Amazon, where I literally process stuff, um, put a custom label on it and send it into Amazon. It sits on their shelves. And when someone goes to amazon.com and buys a book, um, it's sometimes mine, or they can look at used prices and find mine or toys and different things like that. So, um, so I do a lot of books and the book season quote unquote is uh when when people go back to school textbook season is you know that september time and so um i've been work i got a couple guys who work for me doing book sales so a lot of libraries will do book sales mm. and so they'll literally set up you know 8 10 15 20,000 books and you go in there with a Bluetooth scanner and you scan like crazy, and there's you know there's usually anywhere from six to other, six to twelve other people doing exactly what you're doing. Whoa. It gets a little rough sometimes, so uh, anyways, my goal this week is to really map out June book sales.'ve um, I've, Last year I did it myself alone and just kind of hit book sales within a couple hours of our house and this year we're looking to really expand that and actually have a team of three to five people go to book sales um, and do um, New Hampshire and mass also. So, oh. um, so it's kind of a big, it's, it's much, it's a lot like what you guys are talking about with hitting shoes. It's not just a, Hey, Oh, it's Friday. And there's a book sale at five. It's four o'clock. Let's go. It's a, you know, we have to drive two hours. We need to get there an hour and a half early to be in line. Um, So there's some figuring because a lot of the book sales, they'll charge you $10 to get in early to the book sale. And so you always want to get in early. Mm-hmm. And so if I bring five people, it's okay. You know, is there, that's $50 up front. Plus I got to pay them for their time. Um, you know, and so, so I got to, you know, it's just a lot of, a lot of brain work to sit there and go, okay, is there enough books at this book sale, but the potential profit for me is worth it. Yep. Um, so that's, that's kind of my week is to map that out, figure out that. Um, and then my sister's getting married this weekend and family's coming in. So I have a, sh- you know, kind of a shorter work week, but my goal is to, uh, my second goal is to get um four four grand listed on ebay of kind of odds and ends stuff so that's our goal this week in a shortened week so um our 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 goal is to get by the end of summer to thirty thousand on ebay so it's a pretty big goal um so we're looking to triple where we're at um and i think we have the inventory to do it because i made a wholesale purchase or a big lot purchase about three weeks ago and so that i think there's enough there to get us to 2025 and so as i keep sourcing but um as i learned this past week you can you know you can break that but then you're selling stuff all the time so you can get a you know you break the number but then you get back so so to keep pushing that and to keep growing that that inventory there so that's amazing man the adventure continues
1: definitely definitely well, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure uh, talking adventure and growth, and we're excited to be doing this every single week. We'll make sure to let everyone know uh, where they can connect with you through all the uh, social media platforms, and uh, we look forward to touching base with you early next week. Definitely. Have a good week, guys. All right. You as well. All right. Bye.